Welcome back to Cafe Honesty. I am Ebony Williams. And I'm Alicia Lily. Oh my god, and we have an Instagram. <laughs> and a Twitter. <laughs> so you can follow Cafe Honesty right here. Um, we brought out the big guns today. Yes, the big guns. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> because we needed this um, wine, and mine is a honey jack with some cranberry juice and some ginger ale. And mine's some rosé. Mm. <laughs> My wine of choice, actually. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you love you love rosé. Mm -hmm. um, so today, so we opened up actually our Instagram mm -hmm. to questions. So we just asked a bunch of questions and it lit up. So we got a whole bunch of great things coming for you in the future. But right now it's a really good one. Mm -hmm. Someone asked you, um, how do you overcome fear? Yes. And so we thought we would share some personal stories with you on how we overcame fear. But I, I got to tell you something I forgot about until now. So since our last, um, our first airing, of the episode, somebody said that we have mugs, so we have customized mugs coming. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we have cafe honesty mugs coming. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> and I'll order a bunch more so we can start doing giveaways mm -hmm. and stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm getting in touch with some tea people and all that stuff. So we can do giveaways stuff for our guests and everything. Yeah. Fun stuff. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. So um, in the meantime, we'll be filling our. You could. You're gonna be able to see what's in our cup. <laughs> We were hiding it before. It looked like tea. It was wine. It was wine. No. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, so today we were talking about overcoming fear, which I thought this sweater was great. Shout out to Whitney for creating this. Um, at LB Craft Collection. So I'll put it down here. Mind over matter. That's basically what it is. So um, let's just jump right into it. Take a little sippy sip. Do you have something that you want to sippity sip? Go ahead and send it with us, okay? And send us an email, um, cafehonesty at gmail.com. It's going to come up here at the bottom as well. And tell us how you overcame fear, what you're trying to overcome, and just, you know, let us in. Tell us all the tea. We're good people, obviously, which is why you're here. Yes. So, yes. Yes. so do, you want, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll start us off. I can give um, a little bit of insight into... I've had many fears, as we all have. Yes, many fears. <laughs> I think a big turning point in my life and one of the biggest fears that I had was going through a divorce at 26 with three kids um, in a foreign country. So that was a huge, um, obviously, fear for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was all very unexpected and crazy. And honestly, I didn't deal with it very well for the first couple of years. I kind of suppressed everything and spiraled a little bit out of control yeah. in a sense. Um, I think the way that I overcame that was honestly, I found a church, which was my home church from Australia at Seabury, and just got really into prayer and finding myself after being lost in that whole relationship yeah you know, yeah it's so easy to get lost in a relationship yeah absolutely yeah. so um yeah i built a big support group it's always important to have that um try not to internalize everything too much just yeah surround yourself with good people people you can look up to and really start building up your self-worth yeah because yeah. it always starts with yourself. Yeah. I think yeah. in every situation, especially trying to overcome fears or anything, whatever you're trying to take on, something that's huge as that, 
Maybe you're scared of heights. Something as like, you know, I'm not saying something so minuscule. Like everybody's fear is big to them. But tackling it, but dealing with your inner self to realize that you can tackle it. Yeah. yeah. It's very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think like self-esteem has plays a huge part in it. So you really need to do some soul searching yeah. in, in order to overcome fears. What's, yeah. what's one of your fears? One of my big giant fears um was body image i had a fear of not looking a certain way mm -hmm. and i was addicted to working out i'll throw some pictures up here so you can see it in a minute like i was really teeny um and stuff like that people thought it was great you could see muscles but i was also unhealthy like i was hardly eating or i was eating really bad all i was doing was working out there was no rest days there was um, nothing so i was using the gym as an escape yeah so instead of dealing with things i would like my average day I would run five miles and then I would work out for two and then I would recap my day with another three and a half. Yeah, you're an amazing trainer. Like, <laughs> because she saved me with my body image at one point. Like. Yeah, and so it's like, <laughs> thank you, plug. <laughs> and so it's like, I, I went from, I didn't realize how small I got until one of, it was my, one of my birthdays in Texas. One of my homegirls uh, took me out to eat and we took a picture. And I didn't realize how, I look like a bobblehead. Mm -hmm. That's how small mm -hmm. I got. And I didn't notice it until the bartender gave us back the camera. And I was like, oh crap. Wow. I'm like, this yeah. is not it. And then for the past two years of all the surgeries I had to go through and stuff, and I had to be on like hiatus, so I couldn't work out for a year. So of course somebody, I have I had an addiction working out. Mm -hmm. So if you have an addiction and you can't do it, mm -hmm. and you gotta like go cold turkey, you like lose your mind. Yeah. So. 2020 was exhausting because of course pandemic shut down everything's going on but then i can't do what i would do to relieve my stress which mm -hmm. is work out and mm -hmm. then i gained weight and so for me also suffering from body dysmorphia i think in the mirror i look like i'm ginormous wow just in my eyes that's what i see wow. versus what everybody else sees and i'm just like i don't yeah. i don't get it so i'm still kind of struggling with it but now i'm trying to come to terms with loving myself yeah. like how i look right now because i feel like i look great because i got an extra cushion for the cushion i got a butt <laughs> <laughs> it took me forever to get this butt and i have to sit on my ass in order to get this ass mm -hmm. uh, and so i feel like everything's filling out and so now i'm just toning up but i'm trying to be realistic yeah and working in media mm -hmm. is hard so it's like i take not being on the radio right now happily because I feel like I would eat myself up right, if yeah. I had to like yeah. be back in that in that presence um even last year before me like all my weight dropping off now it's like I would lose like I wouldn't yeah you've had that mental yeah. space to I would have quit. Yeah. quit where I was trying to eat back to like I would have and that wouldn't have been good it would have been a bad example so I'm still overcoming it um, every day, like, I'll just talk to myself naked, like, mm -hmm. in the mirror, like, damn, girl, like, ooh, triple <laughs> shuffle, like, <laughs> just doing shimmy, <laughs> but, you know, I'm like, I got a breast reduction, and then gained weight, I was like, first of all, the point of a breast reduction is to be naked, <laughs> so I'm like, now I, like, really can't be as half naked as I want to, but, yeah. you know, I will soon. Yeah, so let's just, I'll cut in here and say that I had a breast augmentation yes. myself and I was very extremely self-conscious all growing up I was very flat-chested mm. um, I haven't said this publicly I oh, mean no. everyone can 
obviously tell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that really helped me. It really yeah. helped me. And sometimes, yeah, especially just in our day and age, you know, you kind of compare. There's always something to compare yourself to, especially here in LA. Um, you know, I it's a little bit different for me because I did have three kids and I breastfed and went through that whole process as yeah. well. So I did it afterwards, which yeah, completely boosted my self-esteem mm -hmm. and has helped me along the way. But yeah, it's interesting it's, how it, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And when I meet women, they're like, wait, you got a breast reduction? Yeah. Wait, I'm, like, I'm, trying, yeah I'm trying to get some. I was like, but you're going to be perky. Mine was down there. Like, I was like, rolled them up. There was so, I didn't realize how uneven they were until I um, had to go back for a checkup and I saw the first picture. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Like, cause one was here, one was like right After here. After the procedure? Like, well, before. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, I didn't know that, like I knew they were heavy cause they were, I was a 32 G. Okay. So it was like small and then just big boots, but I didn't realize. Okay, so you're saying when they took the pictures yeah. before, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I went back for these, the like kind yeah. of whatever. Enhancement. Yeah, I was like, I was like, how is it just hanging like that? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, why is that right one yeah, so, oh, and it made me feel, it made me feel great. The doctor said it would, you know, change my life. You can see that it'll be like really good for me. And I agree. I feel like whatever your fear is, like I just have my body and hers was, you know, um, be alone. <laughs> I'm like with these babies that she has coming to here. And I'm just like, no matter what your fear is, I think I handle fear best when I tackle it. Yeah, exactly. Like, Head on. Yeah, I can say absolutely it. with any fear, you just have to go for it and face yeah. it. Um, I have a fear of, I had a fear of flying for mm -hmm. a long time. Yeah. That's because I had some serious like situations. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but um, yeah, just head on facing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. Also, I feel like a lot of fear, of course, it keeps everybody back from what they want to do. But I feel like the reason you should just tackle fear head on is because it does handicap you. It does keep you Absolutely. in confinement. Like you can't grow. You can't move on. You won't try new things. You won't find new things. Um, if you don't just take that step and just go. Like I've lived in so many different states and cities because I just went, regardless if I had a job or not, like I moved to Texas I quit my job in Alaska and moved to Texas before I had a job in Texas. Mm -hmm. And then that day when I was about to leave Alaska and get on the flight, I got a call from a Texas radio station. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's how that moved. I was going to leave when I was ready to leave Texas. I was going to move to LA, but then I got rerouted to Denver, which was good in itself. And then I ended up in LA to kind of set me up how I was here. So it was like, I was so used to just going, I think that first leap. Mm -hmm. I didn't hesitate with anything else. Yeah. I mean, leaving home mm. is like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, how, how do I, I want to leave home and not go back. That yeah. was my goal. Like, I wanted to leave Alaska and not go back. One, because um, none of my family's there. So I really have no reason to go back. It would just be familiar. It would be okay, which is not necessarily a good thing. Like, yeah. I don't, I wouldn't have grown. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Yeah. You, you, you grow through yeah. situations. I had I had no choice then to face my fear mm -hmm. head on. I had to, yeah, so I was living in Texas at the time, 26, yeah. just newly divorced, three yeah. babies, crazy situation. 
I had to make the decision whether to fly home and just give it up, take the kids home or stick it out and just figure it out and make yeah. it work. So I literally packed up my belongings, which was not much because I had moved countries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, packed up in a moving truck and drove out here. I had no place to come to, no yeah. job to come to. Yeah, it all happened. It was all thrown at me and I just took it on. And yeah, like I said, it took some time and yeah. adjustments, but it's not easy, it's but easy. it's worth it. Yes. Whenever you're done with that trial of concrete, there'll be a lot of things before you finally get like comfortable, okay, and you realize this was the best move. I'm so happy I conquered this fear. There'll be a lot of things in between that so making you want to leave. Yes. Obstacles that are that like, test. just give up. Yes. Just, just throw your hands up and just go back to where it's yeah. easy and comfortable. But no, that's, yeah. That's that's how it works. Like I lived, I lived in my car. I was homeless for yeah. a long time. Couldn't get a job out here because I was too experienced. Mm -hmm. So for the first year and a half, I was just like, horrible a mess yeah and then i started working out at one of these amazing gyms out here um i started to work there and it was so funny i was like okay started to get kind of steady income still living in my car kind of steady income mm -hmm. and then um something happened oh it was around holiday time and someone hacked my paypal oh my god emptied my entire account oh my god everything it was like my last unemployment check from when i left uh oh. denver yeah literally and, like, all you everything had. was gone and i'm just like okay how am I gonna get to work? So I was kind of, my car was parked in this weird part of West Hollywood where they wouldn't tow it. So I was living in my car so I can go to work. <laughs> like, so I was like walking, showering at work, so it kind of worked out. And then I was like, oh shit, what am I gonna eat? What am I gonna eat? It's been like a few days since I've eaten. And one of the guys at the gym came in during class one day. He's like, Eb, can I talk to you outside? And I was like, oh, it was, it was during class. And so everyone's like, oh shit. I'm like, what is happening? So I go out there and he's like, my wife and I, for some reason, just wanted to give you this. Wow. So they gave me a hundred dollars. I don't know, like yeah. driving by, he pulled it to, and just gave me a hundred dollars. Uh, one of the other um, clients, they were like, you're so great. And we love you. Gave me like a Starbucks gift card. So yeah. that was my breakfast for two weeks yeah. was a Starbucks. Yeah. And then I lived on Taco Bell potato tacos because they were 99 cents. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I lived on. That's why I ran so much. Uh, and so it was like, it's so funny how things pan out because it was like okay I could leave and then I was getting radio jobs in different states so it's like yeah so come back on the radio but you gotta move and I'm like I'm not yeah. supposed to move yeah. <laughs> like I need to be wow. like here and like so everything's working yeah out. God throws little things little at little you just things. to keep you going mm -hmm. like just when you feel like no I can't go yeah. on I'm, yeah. there's nothing else there'll be little blessings here yeah. and there and then I think going. a test to see if you were going to stick with it yeah or leave like okay I was getting something to I was like getting enough to eat to be okay and then you can be fine if you move if you pack up everything again and come back down and give up on what what you originally wanted to do you could you could be fine I was like mm. yeah like, I'm gonna get it no yeah I'm no, here no. <laughs> like, I have no reason to leave here like yeah. I can go somewhere if else other people can do it I, I strong enough i've been through enough I yeah can yeah i think i would feel different if i was like trying to be an actress or something like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because everybody out here is trying to be that so i feel like that would be harder yeah. i was just talking about this with um one of my friends we're gonna have them on a podcast on one of the days but she was talking about how she moved out here to be actress but hasn't had audition in three years because oh, she got sucked into bartending yeah and yeah, she's like it's so good that. yeah and she was like she just realized when she got a email from her agent a few days ago that mm -hmm. she hasn't even mm -hmm. done anything mm -hmm. i was like mm -hmm. 
Wow. So what is she? How does well, she feel? Well, now? now she feels like she wasted her time, which she honestly okay, did. Okay, yeah. Um, so she's actually going to, she's leaving. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, well, just figure it out. I mean, now you don't have any desire to do it. You forgot what you came out here to do. Yeah, wow. Wow. So don't get stuck. Don't get stuck in a situation like that. Don't get stuck in your fear. Yeah. Fear is Drink like your tea. <laughs> tea. <laughs> Drink your tea. And just fucking do it. Mm. It's like going to hurt you. I feel like if it's going to hurt you. Yeah. Then that, then just be smart. Yeah. Yeah. Be smart about it. But mm. otherwise, I'm like, just fucking do it. Yeah. It's going to be over your head for forever and you're just going to hate yourself. Yeah. And don't be afraid to talk to people mm -hmm. about what you're dealing with because yeah. nine times out of ten, the people around you you might not know have been through something or can give some kind of advice. Yes. You should never be afraid yes. of that. So you'll either find good advice yeah. in the friends you have or yeah. you realize who's not for you. Exactly. So talk yeah. to people. Yeah. Like test them out. Because mm -hmm. sometimes most of the people in your circle don't want you to don't want you to thrive at mm -hmm. all. They want you to stay where they're at. Yeah, that's uh, sad. And I see it yeah. so much. Yeah. And so it's better to find it now versus you in the struggle of facing your fear. Mm -hmm. Like in the middle of actually tackling it. Like get it out the way now. So mm -hmm. I feel like Talk to your circle, figure out who your circle is, try to get somebody in the circle where you're trying to go. Build a strong circle. Yes, get that mentor, just send that message on Instagram, yeah. Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever, just reach out. Everybody's at home, people can Zoom, they will email you back. <laughs> I was like, you will get a response, so <laughs> fucking do it. Believe in yourself yeah. enough to do it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like that's good. Yeah. If you have any advice on how to tackle fear, or what you've done to tackle fear, go ahead, shoot us an email. CafeHonesty.com. Hit us up on Instagram, Cafe Honesty, or me, Ebony Williams, Ebony on Air, or you can hit up Alicia's. I'll see Royal Chain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>